This episode of the Beer Brawl is presented with no commercial interruption by simplybeer.com. Every day, baby, when the sun go down, I get with my friends and I begin to clown. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh, man, you know I ain't high. But you're so high. I just take a little bit every now and then. Welcome to another Beer Brawl. I'm Peter Kennedy of SimplyBeer.com. Tonight with us again is Mark Jackson. And it uh, looks like all our other buddies uh, deserted us tonight, Mark. How you doing? Well, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Pretty good. So tonight we're going to be drinking a lot of Scottish ales. Um, these uh, go back a long ways, almost as back far as the, uh, the Egyptians. I mean, these, they were brewing these uh, over 3,000 years ago. But they weren't calling them Scottish ales, I don't think, were uh, they? Probably not, no. It was Amenhotep <laughs> or something. And they were using local herbs and spices and stuff instead of hops to make this. Kind of one of the funny things is it's one of the places where hops just really have never taken place or never taken hold, but yet they make a, just an amazing amount of beer. They, they basically, um, all the beers that they made with hops, they uh, imported them from around the world, so... These are not hoppy beers because it got so expensive for them to import. You know, that, you know, back six, seven hundred years ago, it wasn't cheap to get these kind of materials in. So uh, they were very cautious with how they used them, and so they had uh, extended boiling times for the beer to kind of create um, smooth and caramel-like, just low hop beers that have such rich, heavy flavors. How, how long they boil them for? Uh, these generally probably 90 minute, 120 minute. So um, instead of usually most brewers pour for 60 minutes or so. So like when we were talking about the 120 IPA a few weeks ago, that was 120 minutes, same thing like these. So Right. It, it, basically what happens is you boil longer, um, the malts kind of caramelize in the wort, and that kind of creates a deep brown color. Um, a lot of more unfermentable sugars uh, which will give it a, a deeper richer mouthfeel bring out the the malts and the aroma from mm. the grains the funny thing is that you know a lot of people think of making beer as a, a man's uh-huh. kind of things but in scotland it was a woman's job to to make beer three thousand years ago three thousand years ago yeah so let's see yeah it's a long time it's uh, a thousand years uh, yeah yeah so tonight we're going to be drinking uh, eight Scottish ales. Um, six of them are Scottish, um, and then we have two American uh, versions. Be interesting Good. to see how the uh, the American versions stand up to their, uh, you know, it's always, Welsh yeah. cousins. It's here. always a fun comparison in looking at the American brews and the, uh, the European the European brews. Oh yeah. The, the, the interesting thing about these beers is they all come in a, um, a scale. Uh, when we talk about these beers, we're going to be using stuff like uh, Wee Heavies or uh, 80 Shilling, 60 Shilling. Um, and basically, in the 1800s, there was a commercial tax put on the beer as it was exported. So the, the higher the alcohol content, the higher the shilling tax was on a barrel of beer. Hmm. So you get the lower alcohol content, 60 
shillings was you know three and a half percent or so alcohol and then the um, 70 shilling that went up a little bit more to um, about four percent and then the 80 shilling was up to about five and a half percent and then the yeah. export the big ones were six and a half up to eight nine percent not uh, not to give anybody in our state capitals ideas yeah right um, we, we don't no, want any more taxing on our no beer. no more but it, i was wondering is there do you know of is there anywhere in the united states does, that does variable pricing on any, any any spirits i mean is is it like a sliding scale the the more expensive uh, uh, or the more alcohol content, is there a sliding? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I, yeah, I've I never heard of that. Think but, so. uh, they don't do it with gasoline. You know, the finer grade gasoline, I think it's still taxed. It's still same, taxed the same way. Same rate, yeah. Yeah, I'm just curious. It just costs more to get. Because you, know, you, know you know those dudes in the state capitals always looking to put oh, their no hands kidding, in, right? your, in your pockets. No kidding. But the, the, the um, funny thing was the, the whole shilling sliding scale of taxing, it went away. It just kind of disappeared until about the 1970s, um, when some of the Scottish brewers kind of wanted to um, distinguish their keg ales versus their cask ales, um, and that kind of reintroduced this whole shilling scale, hmm. um, which is now used today quite regularly without any more meaning than simply it's a bigger beer than a less shilling ale. So, so we'll start to shill for the beer in just yes. a minute. Uh, yes, yes, we will. So tonight we are going to be drinking out of tulip glasses. I love these tulip glasses. I don't know yes. why. They're kind of froofy looking, but uh, I don't know. They, they really, really hold the head together. Froofy. Yeah, froofy. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the glass really keeps mm -hmm. the beer together and keeps that nice big head from going everywhere. Yeah. So tonight we're going to be drinking uh, Black Douglas Ale. Um, then we'll be moving on to the Bellhaven Scottish Ale. Um, on to a Bellhaven Wee Heavy. And the distinction there is we'll be going from an 80 shilling to a 90 shilling, 90 shilling plus uh, beer. Um, then up to an Old Jock Ale. I know you'll have lots of jokes about that one later. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, the, the jokes are quite obvious. So I don't, try not to do obvious jokes. Uh, next, we'll get to the uh, Tracker House Ale, then the Macfucci's Scottish Ale, which is actually made in Bar Harbor, Maine, and then on to the uh, Moylan's Kilt Lifter. Yeah, now there's a great there's a great name for a beer. Kilt Lifter. Kilt Lifter. I know. And uh, Moylan's is out of California, I believe. Yeah, we did the Moylan's, uh, was it last yeah. week? We've, we've done a lot of Moylan's beers. Um, they really make a, a big variety of beers. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Almost as many as the dogfish head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised there's no dogfish head in here. Yeah, right? And then finally, we're going to cap it off with the uh, skull splitter. Yeah, another, you got to say that with a certain amount of emphasis. You, know, you just can't yeah. let that roll off the tongue like, oh, we're going to do some skull splitter. Nah. Skull splitter. It's great. It's got this old Viking. It's like we're going to go to the WWF or something. <laughs> and yeah, featuring tonight, Skull Splitter. All righty. Uh, so let's start what off. What are we looking this. for here? Uh, amber color, uh, reddish color, uh, aromas. What what might we be keeping our nose and Well, the, the, eyes they're mostly going to be um, very smooth. They're going to be deep reds and copper colors. 
um, maybe even getting towards the line of a porter, really dark, dark. You're gonna get, um, we're gonna get a low hop profile, um, maybe a little bit of flowery aroma to it, but not much. Uh, mostly it's gonna be very malty, maybe a little smoky, um, but we'll see as uh, we try these out. Cool. All right, so the first one up is uh, the Black Douglas Ale. This one is out of Scotland. Um, it is 5.2% alcohol and it is considered a 80 shilling, your glass? An 80 shilling ale. Oh yes. Like what the, was that song? A drunkard's dream if I ever did see one. You know? <laughs> I don't know if it applies to the beer or not, but it's a good line. You see this one's really, it's, it's, nice. it's brown, but it's got some really bright red highlights to yes, it, it and hold it up. Big frothy head, mm -hmm. really reminiscent of uh, those IPAs we were drinking last week. Yep. Those Imperial nice. IPAs had the big frothy head. I mean, this head doesn't look like it's going to disappear. Mmm, sweet. Yes, very nice. Now, as the um, the lack of of, of the hops, uh, certainly in relationship to other beers that we've had. Does that make for a slightly less bitter taste, or uh, it, you might get a little bit of bitterness? Um, but it should be fairly smooth. Yeah, I would say this is smooth. I'm even getting a little bit of a, an apple aroma in here. It takes a little bit of uh, getting used to drinking out of these glasses. It's a little different shape. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. A little smoky in the taste. I tell you, you serve a beer in a, in a glass like this, and uh, it makes for a nice presentation if you're having some, some uh, yeah. if you're having this with a dinner. What, mm -hmm. what, what uh, kind of food would this, you think? I mean, it's... This one here, something gamey. Gamey, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe duck, roasted duck. duck Long Island yeah. duck. <laughs> something like uh, that. Something that's gamey. Kennedy Airport geese. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hit and run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, uh, since I'm the label guy, I like to talk about these labels. Um, brewed in the Scottish borders in Broughton Ales. Very attractive label. Uh, we have here, I guess... While the women were home uh, brewing this stuff, uh, we have who looks uh, a warrior, I suppose, carrying a, uh, a shield of some kind. Yeah, it's a um, guy known as Black Douglas. Black Douglas. Sir James Douglas is what his name was. Uh, apparently, he was um, a good friend of Robert the Bruce. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Now here we can get a little bit of education. Fought in the. Fought in the I mean, these labels are great. I mean, well, this guy fought in the independence against England. Right. Well, here, here they just—they tell you right on the label here. Right. Uh, I thought I was showing my history prowess here. Well, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Turn into tune into the uh, podcast and get educated at the same time as you're drinking. You know, mm. while you're drinking the beer, you should be listening to this. Black Douglas, a powerful knight and one of Scotland's heroes, whose daring exploits often brought him to the border country of Scotland, home of Broughton Ales, is famous for carrying the Bruce's heart into battle on the Crusades. Mm. We believe this is, that this distinctive full-bodied ale reflects the power and character of Black Tech. So I'm quite frankly, I'm starting to feel some power. This is a delicious beer. I mean, excellent, excellent. The great beer. lacing on the, on the glass here. You can see all the, the foam that's left over. That great toffee and caramel flavor, a little smoky. Excellent. I, I really enjoyed this. I, I can, off to I a can, good start. I can drink a bunch of these. Oh. I'll write that down on my little. I actually have a, a page here with all the we can put notes on, which helps 
me. Yes, yeah, so so you were complaining last week. You had I nothing can, to write on. Here, I can <laughs> drink a bunch of these. There you go. All right, the next one up is the uh, Bellhaven Scottish Ale. Once again, this is also a 80 shilling. It's uh, about 5.2% alcohol from Scotland again. It's going to be interesting to go up uh, through the 80s uh, up to the wee heavy. Because um, my, only, my only, and it's not a criticism exactly, just a comment really, is that this probably could have been just a touch stronger. Not what I'd be looking for, I think, in a Scottish ale. Just, just, just a touch. Well, I think when you get into the wee heavies, I, I think you'll find that stronger, good, bolder flavor. Um, but we'll see. But this, you can bang out three or four of these with no problem. At They're all. good, and you know, five point two percent is fairly low in alcohol, at least for us, the beers we drink. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no Coors Light in this house. No way. Frost brewed. Frost brewed my ass. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever the hell that means. I'm still trying to figure that one out. It's all marketing. Triple hopped. Full <laughs> marketing. So here's a, this one is a, actually much lighter than the last one. Yes, it is. Uh, not as uh, hazy. A little bit more auburn in color. Got some... Uh, nice head on it, though. Yeah, great head. It's a little bit whiter, too, than the yes, last one. Yes, it is. One. The other one is more in the brown, brownie, brown beige, or whatever you want to call it. I'm not yeah. an interior decorator, so <laughs> I call them as I see them. It's kind of a, it's got an interesting aroma. Well, if I, if I commented that I thought the other one was a little bit on the light side, <laughs> as I would describe it, this is even a little bit more on the light side yeah. in, in comparison to what we just drank. It's good. It's gonna, they're going to be... Needs a little They're not going to be heavy it. beer. They're going to be smooth. And, you know, without that hop bite on the end, I think you're going to think of these as a little bit lighter. But the, the flavors themselves, I think, are... But I thought Very the other robust. one was a little more pleasant in comparison to this one. A little more to it, in, you know, in your mouth. Just a, it just has a little more something, yep. complexity. I, I definitely agree. This this uh, not enough going on mm. here to I'm make not, me. Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the aroma on this one. It is really, it's maybe a little bit bready, but it's, it's slightly it's sour. Not, it's not really distinctive. There's no, no there's no distinctiveness to the beer. I'm getting a, it, this one's a little bit on the sour side for me. I don't mm. know if it's you know I'm not I'm not I'm not overly impressed with this. Uh, it's a decent beer, but I'm just it just it's lacking. It, it, there's no distinctiveness. Yeah, it'd be like driving a generic car and it gets you from point A to point B and it's comfortable. The, and the one thing I can tell about this one is it's it's a lot drier. Yes, um, it's not as malty as I would expect. I mean, it's a good tasting beer. But it's not, it's yeah, not said, standing yeah. up to the previous one. They said nutty flavor on you. I don't get a heck of a lot of nuttiness. I don't get any nutty flavor. Yeah, nah. Yeah, we have this, these new, uh, these new, uh, what they call these lavalier mics. Lava lamp lights. Lava, <laughs> lava lamp. But as I'm as I'm gulping down the beer, I'm thinking, gee, I wonder if you can like hear this gulping sound of. Uh, nah, like, probably not. Okay. I'm getting a little bit of um, peatiness. In it, in the in the taste. Yeah, let's see what they say here. Uh, see if there's any anything we can be enlightened on here. Um, here's what they tell us: the Bellhaven Brewery is one of Scotland's oldest surviving breweries, dating back to 1719. Bellhaven Scottish Ale is a fully rounded ale, a complex mix of malt and hop, producing Bellhaven's easily recognized malted and nutty flavor. And that's what it says. 
I'm not, I'm not getting the nutty. Maybe a little more buttery than nutty. Yeah, I'm not getting enough of the malted either, quite frankly. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's not a substantial beer. No, it's actually, I like the mouthfeel of the uh, Black Douglas much better because it, it just seemed fuller, more robust, more of what I was expecting out of a, a, a Scottish export um, or the 80 yeah. shilling. Um, this one is just, it's falling a little short in my opinion. I agree. You know, and it's... Uh, uh, I agree. It, it does fall short, especially <coughs> especially in comparison, in comparison to the Black Douglas right, right off the bat. And I, I don't think it's going to do well in comparison to the others. And, and we, we get this problem a lot, is that you take this one of these beers by itself and drink it, and it could be delicious. But then you take it and compare it right. with other ones side by side by side by side, and you really can start picking out the different... Well, you know, I mean, that's the way life qualities is. You, of you, each beer. I mean, that's the way life is. You go to a restaurant, you, you get a decent meal, but it may not be memorable. Yeah. As opposed to going to someplace else and, and, you, and you remember it. Yeah. I mean, I still remember the Polliner. I still remember the Dogfish 100, you know, the 120. Yeah. I mean, memorable beers. I, they stand out in my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully we'll get some memorable beers tonight. If not, at least we have a memorable name and a skull splitter. <laughs> well, I think that I think the Black Douglas was was a good start. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we started high and went a little bit low, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, it sounds cool. You're going to serve. Uh, what do you? What what kind of beer you want? You want a Black Douglas? I mean, you know, yeah, yeah got the cool. cool. They got the cool night on the front <laughs> instead of this namby pamby looking, you know, uh, Scottish village with the horse, you know, drawing. You know, it's nothing. Yeah, it I need a uh, manly beer. Kind of fits the uh, beer. Actually. Yeah, it does. The Black Douglas looks much more manly. Yeah. yeah. All right, on to the next one. Okay. All right, now we got the uh, same brewery, Bellhaven. Um, this is the uh, Wee Heavy. This is our first um, of the higher alcohol, or the higher shilling beers that we're doing tonight. How did this come to be known as a, as a Wee Heavy? I do not know. Mm -hmm. I looked it up, and I... Couldn't find anything, so it's an interesting use it, of it words, is. and and you know, oh, it's a wee heavy, you know, or something like that. But it's probably not at all what we think it to be, since we're going back over two hundred and eighty years into the yeah. past, and you know, a lot of times what we think the words, uh, what we think the words mean, from our perspective here in uh, the year two thousand and nine, totally different. Now this one's pouring much darker, yes, than the previous one from the same brewery. Well, I'll tell you something. I mean, it, it, it looks almost similar in color to the Black Douglas. Yes. And we're up into a wee heavy here. So I'm yeah. kind of wondering about that. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's, it, it, it was, the scale is based on alcohol, not necessarily mm. the color. Right. Much better aroma. Mm. This is definitely more, a lot more malty. Mm. Even slightly fruity, too. And it's got a nice dark, oh, yes, definitely. dark head on it. And uh, definitely a step up from the previous beer, at least you know in looks and aroma alone. Well, one one would expect it to, you know, one would expect it to be a step up, so to speak. I would think. Mm, this is good. Mm. I mean, I would I would kind of make an assumption if I were looking at these that uh, the wee heavies would be more in the category of premium craft beers. So I would yeah, I would expect be. I would expect more from the beer. This is good. Spicy, got a little spice to it. I'm bitter. I feel like there's more hops, more bittering hops in here. I'm not sure about this beer. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, it's still not knocking me out. No. No. It's not. It's not a home run in my book. But I. I would. 
definitely drink this beer again. It's it's I think more solid than than their other one than the uh, than the uh, the eighty. It's almost got a hint of um, like alcohol to it. Hmm. Like um, yeah, I wonder how much these things change over time. Like the the um, the recipe, so to speak. I mean, you know, last night I said seventeen nineteen. So I mean, do they stay true? You think to the way the the beer was brewed two, over 200 years ago? I mean, does it change? To, to I, I think it different palates? I think it probably changes as grains change and hmm. evolve where they're getting their grains from, um, the hops they're using, brewing techniques, refrigeration, mm -hmm. you know, simple things like that, you know, can definitely change some of these things over a period of time. So if you kept one of these... I don't think I would age one of these. These no. beers, I, I, I don't think I'd age these. No. Um, I, you know, these are ones that I drink fairly quickly. Um, you know, from what I read, I think you can age them for a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, definitely, you know, I wouldn't keep them around more than a couple of months. I definitely like this better than the last one, but I'm still not sure. Something about it missing. Missing. I it feels like it. Just, yeah. just something. Can't put my finger on it. It's like um, it starts off with some smoky and sweetness, yeah. and then it just kind of dies off. As it, there's kind nothing, of, yeah, you know, nothing that hits the end, the backside of your tongue. I get back, back to the same place, mouth. like nothing memorable. I mean, it's good, yeah, but like you know, I wouldn't say, oh wow, you know, this is knocking my socks yeah. off here. It's not a complete flavor. Hmm. I, I think that's kind of the way I would describe it. And it's got initial upfront. Sweet and smokiness, then a little bit of alcohol and spice to it, and then it doesn't really finish with anything. Well, here's what they say. I mean, it says basically the same as the other one. <clears throat> a beer to be sipped, savored, and fully respected, whatever that means. But um, it doesn't say much else different than, than the last one. A uh, greater proportion of malted barley to hops, which characterized Scottish ales of the 19th century. Since we weren't around in the 19th century, I guess we'll never know. But Yeah. So this one we just had was 6.5% uh, alcohol. I don't think I mentioned that before. But on to the next. The next one is Old Jock Ale. I'll let Mark describe the, uh, the label in a little bit. Yeah, I'll stay away from any, any obvious jokes about this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if, if you were um, dating a young lady perhaps uh, and you were inviting him over inviting her over to your apartment for some long island duck or whatever um, i'm not so sure if you were serving this and she said gee this is a good beer what are we drinking that you'd want to tell her it was old jock ale <laughs> i know I, right? you know it's not exactly the most, most romantic no. <laughs> as opposed to black douglas you know and we can always say of course once you go black you never go back. <laughs> Douglas. Nice color. It's very uh, similar to the first one we had. Not as much head on this. No. But not bad. That's a, it's, a, it's a brown, almost looks like an unfiltered beer. It's a little bit hazy, um, but it's got some nice crimson, um, oranges hues to it. Slightly nice. honey on the aroma. Feels like, like a, smells like a little Ooh, bit of a... Very sweet. Like a honey. Honey, yeah, honey okay. or toffee or something along that line. Even a little bit of alcohol in the aroma. Yeah. As this goes over your tongue, 
you can t taste not only the the what I'll just refer to as the honey sweetness, very very subtle. I mean, you now don't get me wrong, it's not like it is a good honey. Yeah, honey. But the alcohol also at the same time, the two the two the two tastes are kind of competing, but sort of complementary at the same time. Mm. Nice, There's nice, tons nice taste. Of flavors in here. Nice taste. It's um, malty and buttery. I like this. It's different. Mm, that's good. It has, it has a uniqueness toffee. to it. I, I kind of, honey to me kind of tastes like toffee. Could be. I like this one though. Mm. And it's got a little bit of, um, you can taste, I think you can taste a little bit of hops on the back end. <laughs> See, I think this would go very well with, with some of the, the meaty foods, gamey foods, yeah. things like that. I think this would be very complimentary. I like this beer. This is delicious. Good beer. Good beer. <sighs> Let's see what we got going on here. What does it say? You know, while we're, while we're looking, I mean, this is, a, this is a very, very impressive array of Scottish ales. I mean, we got eight of them laid out here. I mean, this is rocking stuff that's going on with the uh, beer brawl tonight. The average person, uh, where where would one find these? I mean, did you get them all in one place or what's actually, up? you know, it's actually I did find them all in one store. You're kidding! Believe it or not, I found it's all a, of these. Amazing! In, it's it's um, it's it's my new favorite store that I go to now. Um, it's called. Uh, the wait, 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 wait! You might want to keep it a secret, and otherwise everybody's going to go there. Uh, no, well, yeah, they got plenty of beer there, though. Um, it's called the Liquor Outlet. It's in uh, Booton, and uh, I went there one time, and I found a bunch. I went back uh, a week later when I um, emailed them and asked them if they had uh, um, a couple beers, and they actually said they did, and I went back and found those. Um, talked with uh, the guy over there, Kevin, who's uh, in charge of the beer selection, and we found eight Scottish ales in their collection of 700-plus Hey, listen, Beers. folks, I mean, listen, a, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you that um, if you go to simplybeer.com, what, what rocks about this place that, that intrigued me was the wall of beer. I know. I mean, the wall of beer sounds great. It's like, it's like Black Douglas. <laughs> Where are you going tonight? I'm going to the wall of beer. It's um, not to get too far off topic, but they say they're going to expand it by another 400 types of beer so mm, hey i i'm i'm pretty stoked to to see that happen back to back to our beer here you know and, and, and the funny if there's been people now i know there have been people at at this place in Bhutan that have knelt before the wall of beer and have prayed <laughs> have prayed and i've heard them chanting some strange things and i think they might have drank a few of the beers before they got there sounds like a great place Old Jock, oh. back to the old Jock. Yeah, back to the old Jock. <laughs> back we back to my old Jock. <laughs> right. I hope our lady friends don't hear us talking about our old Jocks down here yeah, in, the right? man, in the man cave. They might start to wonder. Mm. I'm really, I, I really like the aroma on this beer. That sweetness and alcohol just, there's something really nice and complimentary about the two together. This is good. I like this. Mm. In fact, I'm, I'm changing my, my notes on this to more accurately reflect my uh, appreciation of the, of the ale after a couple, couple mm. of sips. Good, good. I like this. Well, this uh, nice, nice label, too. And again, they go kind of like to the idea. I mean, it doesn't come from the same brewery, does it? Yes, it does, doesn't yeah. it? 
Okay, so that's why the labels are well, very similar. Uh, the Black Douglas, of course, has a black label. Old Jock Ale here has the red label. And I guess we have Old Jock here. Now, you have anything to say about Old Jock before I read the label? <laughs> no, not much. Uh, apparently, he was um, uh, a soldier in uh, Robert the Bruce's or William Wallace's uh, army. He uh, really liked uh, the big beers. You know, it's amazing the approach that the Europeans take to labels as opposed to the Americans, uh, the American labels, which get kind of really like flights of fancy, <laughs> I, I might say. But this is good. For centuries, the soldiers of the highlands and lowlands of Scotland have been familiarly referred to as the jocks, powerful fighting men who have enjoyed hearty beers in their off-duty hours. Old Jock is a dark, richly favored ale to be drunk at cellar temperature, which they recommend to be 55 to 60 degrees. That's probably what we're drinking it, I think. I think I've been so. out of the yeah. fridge for and probably minutes. And savored like a minutes. fine wine. Highly recommended as an accompaniment to nutty cheeses and meat dishes. Meat dishes. And this, they go. do happen to put a expiration date on here, which... Uh, Is illegible. <laughs> no, it's on there. Well, you know, sometimes these nines and these eights get a little a little tough to differentiate, but it does. It says use uh, best before uh, July 09. There you go. So there you go. Damn good beer. Yeah. Two two winners, I I tell yeah. you, two this winners is, this here so much so far. Beer. This is six point seven percent, also from Scotland. So four Scottish beers so far. You know, I tell you, this is a great way. In, in like we talk about a global world, a multicultural world, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, who's got the money to to go to each particular country, et cetera? And you know, if you were going to sample the cuisine of Scotland, I would have no idea even to where to where to begin to find that. <laughs> you can't go down to the local uh, yeah, like Scottish. <laughs> where does one go? But if you want to sample, and I, I most many countries, not most, but many countries have beers that reflect uh, regional uh, regional tastes and such. So this is a great way of, of taking a trip around the world without leaving the man cave, Yeah, right. so to speak. So here we have the uh, Chakair. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Chakair House Ale. There's a little bottle here. Very little bottle. Is that a 12-ounce bottle? Or is nope. That, no, it's not. It's right? the, 11, uh, 11. the infamous 11.2. There you go, the 11.2. Whoa, very, very dark brown. Yes, big ruby highlights there. Good head. Mm -hmm. Good dark head. Ooh, very fruity. Fruity, malty, chocolatey. You're not digging it, are you? No, no. I tell you, after the last one, I have to tell you not. Uh, I don't know. You know, you like you kind of think what what sort of expectations do you come into drinking some of these beers, and what 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 are you looking for? What's going to rock the boat? How are you going to feel about each different one? You know. You, you have a certain way you're thinking about it, like a filet mignon you think should be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't come to that, it's, it's very subjective and individual. But to me, this beer in comparison to the last one, you know, you, you have to scratch your head and say, are, are they in the same, the same ballpark? It doesn't seem that way to me. But to me, they say it's very similar. You think? There are big differences, but the, the base of the beer, in my opinion, is very similar. Hmm. The previous one was a little bit more as you described it, honey, an aroma. This one is a little bit more fruity, but both of them have a very malty backbone. Yeah, okay. Um, the other one was a little bit more, a bit more of the alcohol coming through. And this one has a little bit less of the alcohol coming through. Hmm. Um, and, and the way I look at it 
is this is a also a 7.2 percent alcohol so it's even more alcohol than the previous one yet you're not more. getting that huge hit no you're not of, of alcohol with it to to me it seems like it's a little bit more well balanced well because it's not as strong on the alcohol that's uh, what I was getting into with the other one. See, I like... Oh, you like that. I like the contrasting taste. You know, it's kind of like um, going from hot to cold or something, and, and, and you have that variation, the contrast that makes something very appealing. Well, in this one, you, you ha in my opinion, you have the fruity and, and malty kind of working together as opposed to yeah. more of the, the honey and alcohol or sweet and alcohol whatever this to me like after after the last one is a little bit on the what i would say the bland side it's uh, you know a lot of a lot of taste buds were were uh, activated <laughs> in the in the last one and it was I, very I, appealing it was very appealing I, I agree with you and um that yeah it was there was a lot of different flavors in the last one than this one but this one has well, different flavors. I love. Uh, I know. love the pen, by the way. I'm I mean, glad. I love the pen. Now you can't. Next look, time we're going to give you a pen that doesn't work. <laughs> well, you can't look at what I'm doing though. But I, I uh, love the pen. Mark's hiding his scorecard from me now. Well, I, you know, <laughs> it helps me to, because I know some. When you get to eight beers, and, and I know the last few times we did eight beers, I got to seventh or eighth. Oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but you know, you sort them all out. Yeah. You know, I I'm really. In, enjoying this beer a little bit more than the last one really because i can pick out more subtle flavors that aren't completely overwhelming the beer in this one mm -hmm. in the last one i had some great flavors and i really enjoyed it but there was two flavors that really dominated the beer which was the on the first sweetness. go around on the first go around and I, I wonder like if you when we come back to this okay if it if it might be a little bit more nuanced now let me ask you something i noticed now of course we have we're not going all the way through the whole bottle on some of these so if we come back to this beer and and in wine terminology we allow it to breathe so to speak is that how is that going to affect the drinkability of the beer just um, being open for let's say 15 20 minutes i i really don't think it's going to change it it's the temperature uh-huh um and as long as it's not too long it doesn't lose its carbonation but aeration itself um, might, over might 15 or 20 minutes, I nah, don't think no, it's no really going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. um, no, I was just curious. If it's a hoppy beer, it might lose some of its aroma. Mm -hmm. um, but with these beers, I don't think it's going to be a big thing. And maybe letting them all warm up a little bit more will be even better. Okay. But right now, these are all at at least 50 degrees. I would say. Maybe even a little bit warmer. And probably by the time we get to the skull splitter, they're going to be pretty close to room temperature. Well, I'll tell you, folks. We have we have or a cellar really temperature because we're down in the man cave. The man cave. The beer cave. We're at uh, on this particular label. This is, I would say, European nondescript. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 a black and white label with a uh, castle, Scottish castle on it. But the I funny guess. thing is, though, if you look at it compared to all the other labels, it's actually very descript because it's the only one that's nondescript. Well, okay, one could look at it that way. <laughs> Um, Just to play devil's advocate. A handmade ale brewed in the ancient brew house of the oldest inhabited house in Scotland. Which I don't know what that tells us, but anyway. Um, okay. All right. I'm not, uh, I'm not rocking on that one. No? No. All right, well, let's move on to another one. Maybe we'll rock on well, another one. Well, you are one. the grand poobah of simplybest.com, so 
simply, simply brilliant. Best. I say it every week. <laughs> every week. Oh, God. You know, I would think it would have this drilled into my mind. You're fired. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Next week's show will feature... <laughs> more, more, yeah, okay. No. We love it. As the Mark. grand poobah of simplybeer.com. <laughs> You know what? It's really funny. These beers are going straight to my head with all that sinus and allergy medicine I've taken. I have to. I have, I have to ask my my wife, who's a psychotherapist, why I say simply best all the time. There must be some, you know, unconscious. Because it's simply the best beer site out there. There you go. That must be why. Simply you know? best beer. All right. Let me see your glass. Okay. You want right, to see my glass, or you want to pour something in the glass? If you want to be a smartass about it, I'm not going to do either. <laughs> All right, now we're moving on to McFucci's Scottish Ale, which is our first American-bred Scottish Wee Heavy. Um, just so you know, all the ones that we've started, the Old Jock and the uh, Charcare House have all been, uh, and the Bellhaven Wee Heavy, have all been uh, Wee Heavy beers. So now and we're they looking will all at continue to be Wee Heavy beers till the end. So we're looking at American interpretations, let's just say. Yes. So this is, I'm actually surprised this label got through the uh, ATF, actually. Really? Why? Because it says Scottish Ale, brewed by American Beer Company. Now, if it said Belgian Ale, the ATF would have said, no, 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 it's not a Belgian Ale because it wasn't brewed in Belgium. It there is must a be Belgian style wow. ale. I don't know how they got this through, but you know, that's a good kudos question. Kudos to them. If you look at the Moylands, see, Scottish style ale. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's interesting. Kudos to, to McFucci's well, for uh, pulling in big one trouble over. now. Yeah, right. Yeah, you like lost the ATF election. Lost, lost them as a sponsor. Mine <laughs> <laughs> grew up in Maine. They should be banging down you my door. Seriously, you should say I was raised in uh, Maine. I don't know if you grew up there. Yeah, I think I grew <laughs> up there. All right. My first let's, beer. Let's drink beer. Chocolatey uh, aroma. Yeah. Very, very much so. And sweet. This one's more reminiscent going into a porter. Mm. But I like the uh, I like the flavors. Or at least the uh, the aroma. Sorry, not the flavors. Oh. Very that's good. Dark. That's very good. Smoky. Crimson color. Very smoky. Yeah. Let me take a sip here and uh, catch up to you. This is almost 8% alcohol. This is 7.8. Just, just so you know, out there in podcast land, I'm draining my glass a little faster than Peter. Ever since a number, a month ago or so, he accused me of being a laggard and a slackard. You are what you are. Takes one to know one. <laughs> and I know you're one. MacFucci's. <laughs> now, is this part of the famous MacFucci's clan of uh, Scotland? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the MacFucci's, I'm, I guess. I, I guess so. I don't know. Maybe well, we'll, know, we'll know shortly when we read the label. But right now, I'm enjoying the beer. Yeah. It's, I like It's this. very good. It's, uh, it's really low in carbonation, but it has a huge head on it, which is a, a nice, it's a nice uh, combination. I like this. It says something. I mean, it's, it's, it has some chocolatey like and coffee and... Yeah, I got my pen. You know, if it wasn't... For the lack of hops, I think you'd almost, I'd almost have to consider this a porter. But there, Maybe. there really is no hop on the back end, which you know kind of leads into a Scottish style. Mm, it's good, dry, smoky, like you said. Yeah, I like the smoky. This would be good some with some almonds. I, I yeah. enjoy this with a nice. I, I did. Big I, bowl I, of I almonds. have um, actually previously reviewed this on uh, simplybeer.com, and uh, I did give it a pretty good rating. Uh, but it's nice to actually compare it to yes, other it ones at the time to at least know I wasn't insane. I like this very much. Ah, 
good job. Here's a uh, label for you to critique. All right. Well, we have the the uh, the, the sheep herder. Yeah. Made. This just says made with Scottish heather tips. Interesting. Yeah. So well, what do they do? They, I mean, they they take some. I think tips it's a, it's a spice. And, you know, right? Okay. Heather's a yeah. plant. Right. Right. So. So that's giving it a taste that's that's a little bit more distinctive than that. And, and it's actually kind of, I think, a little bit more hitting back to the origins of what a Scottish ale was. Mm -hmm. Where they, you know, people don't think of Scottish ales as being hop heavy. Um, but they did use hops. Um, it, like I said at the beginning, they imported them. But they also used um, local spices and herbs. Right. To help, to help flavor them exactly. as well, especially before they could start importing herbs. So 3,000 years ago, I, I don't think there was a, a trade route set up um, to import hops. But yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't even know about 1,000 years ago. <laughs> this label doesn't say much, quite frankly. Uh, there's nothing on here that tells you anything about it. It just says, made with Scottish heather tips, brewed by Atlantic Brewing Company, Bar Harbor in Portland, Maine. Interesting. They have two breweries. Bar Harbor, beautiful place to spend a week in the summer. Yeah, Gorgeous. I lived in Portland for a while. Yeah, nice, nice places. Uh, I think you there's know, a lot of microbreweries up there, aren't uh, there? There's a ton, a ton, right? Portland, Maine, Maine is a big, big place for that. If if you're ever in in Maine, in Portland, I mean, right down on the waterfront, there's um, three microbreweries within wow. three blocks of each other. You got, um, I can't remember all of them, but one of them is three dollar Dewey's. Which I particularly liked. Well, listen, um, we should take a trip up there one of these days. <laughs> we're going to Delaware. We're going to Maine. I mean, we're planning lots of trips. I think we should go. You know what's scary about this beer? It's so easy to drink. It's easy to drink. It this is. This one, and at almost eight percent alcohol, you know, <laughs> you got to be a little bit careful with this one because it really goes down smoothly. It's, it's got some great flavors <laughs> and smoky malt and. Mm. It's a good thing they put lines in the middle of the road. But no, I'm just kidding, folks. You <laughs> must you must always be responsible. Drink and drive responsibly. Okay, good. It's uh, I like that. I tell you, you know, uh, over the past few months, as we've been doing the um, the podcast for Simply Beer, a lot often the, the the American beers, the brews, come up seem to come up a little bit on the short side. Good attempt. Yeah. Uh, Especially when you get up against a brewery that's been brewing for several hundred yeah, years. Right. You know? 300 years, over 300, around 300 years. Uh, but I'll tell you, this is this is a great effort. I think it uh, I think it hits the mark in many respects. Certainly uh, stands up well to the uh, to the actual Scottish ales. And uh, my hat my hat's off here to the um, Atlantic Brewing Company. Good job. Is this, is this the first beer we've had from the Atlantic Brewing Company? I believe so. I don't really I wonder what know else they, they make. I don't know what they make. Um, we'll have to look that up. But uh, I don't think I've had anything else from them hmm. or even heard of them. A good effort. I mean, but, uh, uh, it hits the mark. It's uh, right, yeah, right on the money. I'm, I like it. Way to go, Maine boys. All right, next. Mainers. Mainers. Next, we have the uh, Moylan's Kilt Lifter. Great name. I love that name. Um, we, we've actually... Since I, I wear kilts, it's a great, you know, I'm sitting here in a kilt. So, you know, if I start lifting it. We, we've done a lot of Moylan spears, and we mentioned that at the beginning. And I think we've know, done a Moylan. Their, their labels are, you know, Mark will talk about the label in a, in a little bit. But uh, 
I'm really happy to see that, you know, this this company has pushed the envelope and is doing different styles of beer, you know, not just extreme styles of beer, um, but actually taking on different styles and and producing mm. them so that you can find them, you know, California beer out here in New Jersey, you know. Beautiful color. Good. Wow, that's a uh, crimson, Auburn crimson. Yeah, nice. Thick head. It's funny, down more toward the bottom of the glass, it looks a little bit more <clears throat> crimson or ruby, and then it gets slightly darker up toward the head. Head's a nice color, creamy, nice aroma. Fruity, sweet, caramel. Very subtle, very subtle to the nose. Hmm. You're probably getting to know me by now. Once I go home, <laughs> after, after I take the first sip. Well, this is certainly quite different. Um, yeah. It's, um, what is that taste? What am I experiencing here? I don't Help know. Me Help me out, Grand Poobah. <laughs> I, I'm getting an astringent. Yeah. Um, Something going on there. Alcohol. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm. How so, long? How long would they boil this? Is is is, is it, it maybe? Uh, if maybe it's a little premature. Or it's something? it's it 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 really seems like the attenuation on this beer didn't finish. I mean, it's so sweet. Something something. It's sweet and astringent, and uh, you know. I, I think I, they're lifting the kilt, but for the wrong reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one saying this, but. Maybe there's an expiration date on this. I don't know. What do we got Um, going on here? Something, something's not right. You know, it's a bottle-conditioned beer. I can see the uh, layer of uh, sediment at the bottom. Um, I don't know. I don't see any. This is. uh, I mean, the first sip was like, wow. Let's give it another sip. Let's be fair. I've taken three sips so far, and it's still not not working for me. Well, I'm I'm sorry to say this is not. This does not fit into my definition of a Scottish ale. Something, something, and, something uh, night, not right in Scotland here. <laughs> you know, I was looking forward to, uh, you know, having another American version of it, but this yeah, something going. This on. is not even close, and I. You couldn't you know, find uh, the expiration date on this, huh? Uh, let me just let's just say that this is an old bottle of beer, and oh, it has an eight eight percent alcohol. But there's something to me. It's it's just it's just not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have another one of these. Me neither. Um, I, I I don't know. This is just. Well, I'm sorry, Moylan's. Yeah. Know. What's going on with this? I, I was really. You know, for somebody to put it out, you would hope that it would live up to it. And all I gotta say is maybe it's just a bad bottle of beer. You know? well, what does it say? Does it say anything here? Concentrated with delicate hops. See, almost rich malt balances perfectly with delicate hops to provide a concentrated and intense flavor. An ideal companion for hearty foods or as a meal unto itself. Allow this ale to warm slightly in your glass to enhance its truly bold character. I mean, we're drinking this at, you know, 50, 55 yeah, no, degrees. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, this is cellar temperature beer. And I, I you know... This, I'm sorry to say, it tastes really bad. And I can't see a brewery putting something out like Moylan's, who, you know, they really, they haven't done well in a lot of our competitions here. 
but they've at least stood their ground, you know? This is just... Something's up here, and I'm not quite sure what it is, uh, Mrs. You know, Jones. Exactly. I, I cannot see... I mean, the way this tastes, and, and it's sour, it's yeah. sweet, it's astringent. Uh, astringent. That, too. <laughs> I mean, it is just unpleasant no. to drink, and it's got to be... It's just got to be this bottle of beer because I can't imagine somebody putting out a beer like this. I don't know. I have to say that. And you calling know, it a right, Scottish exactly. Beer. You know, we've, we've talked about often that when you're comparing one brew to the next and, and you're sitting here drinking them all together, that it's a little bit tough. But we'll also say that if we drank this by itself, it would be a really good beer. But I have to tell you. If I, I, I drank this, if I picked this up in the cooler at the at the local wherever and and, and drank this, I would I would taste say, wow. I wouldn't, like, I, you know, I, I wouldn't, and I, I quite frankly didn't even finish my glass tonight. No, and with this and uh, Moylan's sorry, but didn't work uh, this time. Uh, you know, I think, you know, to be fair, I think we should try to find another bottle of this somewhere. I agree. And, and try it again. I agree. Because it's it's so horrible that it's just got to be a bad bottle of beer enough said let's yeah. uh move, let's on, move on, on to uh the rockin skull splitter all right the skull <laughs> splitter um, i feel like we should have acdc on in the right? background or Th something this is like named you know, for back the... in black or something <laughs> this is named for the uh the seventh viking earl of ornicky now hold on or, or caney vikings weren't from scotland were they well, apparently these ones were from the north, oh, the no, we north. We need a fact checker on this one. <laughs> very north island of Scotland. All right. Well, I didn't think they were called Vikings in, uh, from Scotland, but we'll we'll sort that well, out. They're later. all Norwegian up there, you know, right? Oh, please don't insult people. You don't know who you're insulting, yeah, right? <laughs> Look at the head on this beer. Right. Oh, good. Good lord. So this is a uh, brown beer, definitely, with some uh, definite ruby. Auburn nice, highlights. Beautiful. beautiful. You hold up to the light, it looks Look how real creamy pretty. the head looks on this. I know. I mean, this is the first one where we've actually had a really creamy head. The others have been good head, but a lot of um, more brown. This is very, this is just very creamy looking. Very nice nose. A little fruity, a little malty, a little sweet, a little alcohol. Kind of all the things that we've picked out in beers along the way have kind of. I've talked in the past come about together in the aroma yeah. in this one. I've talked in the past about anticipation, and certainly the tulip, um, the tulip style glass allows for that. It it, it concentrates the aroma up, and um, you know the reason, you know, of course, why you would smell something is just the same thing you would smell wine or smell food or anything else. It, it, it smells it, good. <laughs> well, it ignites it, it ignites the olfactory senses and, and and gets you going. So that you you're anticipating tasting yeah. it, and and this the aroma on this makes you want to drink the beer so this beer is actually you know, we've um talked about how the bell haven's been around for 300 mm. years mm. this i guess how long this brewery's been around for probably back to the 1600s 21 years no kidding 21 years this was brewery was founded wow. in 1988 no kidding yeah oh that's delicious isn't it good you know, this is, it, no, I'm talking as I'm, I'm taking no, a but sip what's of it. Great, and I'm just like, what's great is whoa. that the Moylan's was disappointing for sure, and this is at the other end saying, "Wow, just this, this is great beer. I like wow. this." I mean, it really has kind of that caramelization that you can taste, caramel and and the butteriness. 
and the the fruitiness. No bitterness um, on no this bitterness. On, on the end. Um, well, actually, a little, just a tight, tight, tiny, tiny bit. Tiny, tiny. You know, just enough to know that it has hops in it. <laughs> I would go for tiny, tiny. Tiny, tiny. As Mark says, tiny, tiny. Good. Yeah. This is this is well. I got. I'm picking up my pen now. And you know what? The other thing I like about it, 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 you can't really necessarily taste the alcohol, but you can feel it kind of warming in your mouth, so you know the alcohol's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't scream like. It's very smooth yeah. going down. It's very. Yeah. It's a, It's it's quite smooth. Yeah. But at and the same time, it's quite complex. Yeah. Sounds like a Seinfeld episode there somewhere. <laughs> it's very smooth, but also quite complex. We should invite Kramer to sit in with us one time. Yeah, right, Kramer, if you're listening. <laughs> this I is like this is a lot of taste to this. Yeah. Excuse Good. me, Grand Pooba. I, yes. I, I I interrupted you. All right. So so the history of this beer. So the the actual recipe or or the style of brewing for this particular beer has been around for a long time. Um. There was a brewery that started in the late 1800s, but then it got closed down in the early 1900s, and it was started up again in uh, 1988. Um, but basically, this is this is an, exi- this is an example of the evolution of home brewing over centuries. I mean, small batches, you know, minuscule batches, home brewer-sized batches of beer over centuries just... The same recipe made over and over and over again. Delicious beer. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I'm not to I have the name of the um, the Viking king or the Viking earl here. His name is uh, can't Thorfinn. Be a Viking earl, you're confusing everybody. Can't be a Viking earl. Earls were in England, he's weren't the they? S- the, so now, you, what'd you do? His name. It's apparently it's the seventh Viking earl of Orkney. This is the Orkney Brewery, or Orkney, Orkney, Orkney Brewery. Right, which is an island in North Scotland. A small group of islands off the northern tip of Scotland. <laughs> okay, that, fair enough. <laughs> shrouded, shrouded in magic and mystery, I there might add. Was the, home, the magical mystery I love this, tour. <laughs> was, was the home of Thorfinn, I can't even say this, mm-hmm. Thorfinn Hausacliff, Hausacliff, Skull Spitter. Skull spitter? Right. I spit in your skull. Skull <laughs> well, <right>. splitter. <laughs> well, this is a little difficult to read, but anyway. Yeah, it's uh, like half point font. <laughs> it's good. It's a good, it's, this is good. And you say, what, did you go on a website and you found out they've 1980s? 1988, yeah. Good for them. I love it. It's, it's delicious. It's going to be a tough choice tonight, I think. Well, luckily I have my trusty pen and my little, my little check sheet here, which, which helped me immensely, I might add. Mm. Any of these want to go back and retry? You want to try that uh, old jock again before you? Uh... Well, I'm, no. I mean, I think I uh, I have it All down right. here. Well, we made it through eight beers. All right. So, Mark. Okay. Well, luckily, pen in hand and and paper paper at ready. Uh, we'll start to where should I start? Beginning or the end? Um, let's go bottom up. Bottom up. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, at the bottom is the Moylan's lilf, uh, Kilt Lifter, rated at a C. And I got to tell you, folks. <laughs> I wow, don't you're know. being generous. I don't know that I, well, you know, listen. You, you don't want to see what I put on my scorecard. <laughs> a C for effort. I mean, um, you know, they bottled it, they, they brewed it, they bottled it, they put it out. 
Something something went terribly wrong. I don't know what it is. I, I just don't know. Oh, we got to find another bottle. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but at any rate, I gave it a C. It's at the bottom, the bottom of my list. Um, for lack of a better way of doing this, I just rated everything A, B, C, whatever. Yeah. So my Bs, actually there were three Bs here, which were which are good beers. The two Bellhavens, I rated Bs. The Bellhaven Scottish 80 and the Bellhaven We, ha uh, we Heavy. I gave them both Bs. And also the Traquair, Traquair House Ale, I gave a B. So, you know, decent beers. If you, if you saw them in the cooler, yeah, it wouldn't hurt to pull them out and, and, and get a six-pack. Uh, next we have... The um, I gave these um, A minuses, which is a good score. Uh, the McFucci Scottish Ale I thought was was very good, and also the Black Douglas and A minus on that. The Black Douglas again, if you want to impress your girlfriend and and have a great beer for your uh, your roast uh, Long Island duckling, uh, a Black Douglas Ale would certainly fit the bill. I got I have two A's here. Uh, the Old Jock Ale, which to me was excellent definitely would get that again it ranks up there with the for me a memorable beer a memorable beer i uh, would get it uh from the cooler put my hand on it and grab it out and lastly the skull splitter guys did it i know i said skull spitter spitter before but the skull <laughs> splitter i mean a beer rocks um between the two of them i'd probably uh go a little bit more toward the skull skull splitter because it sounds cooler you know what are you drinking tonight skull splitter yeah, uh, but uh, I would go for those two: the old Jock Ale and the Skull Splitter. Excellent, cool. Well, I'm with you that um, the the Moylan's. Wow, sorry guys, but that just completely missed the mark. And I, I, I'm I'm hoping that was a bad bottle of beer, and I'm definitely gonna try to find another bottle of that because, wow. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I won't even give it my score here. Next on my list um, was, starting from the bottom up, was uh, the Belhaven Scottish Ale, uh, which I, I kind of gave it a middle of the road. Um, if we go on Mark's ABC scoring, I gave it a C. Um, I wasn't particularly impressed with it. It lacked complexity, um, balance, it, it, but it was definitely a drinkable beer and didn't have any off flavors. Um, next for me was the, uh, Bellhaven Wee Heavy, um, uh, which I, I would give it a middle of the road, B score, good beer, good color, nothing wrong with it, uh, just didn't particularly impress like the rest of them. Uh, next up for me was the, uh, Old Jock Ale, uh, for Ooh. me I found... Oh, you're that far down on the list with the Old well, Jock Well, you know huh? what, I gave it an A-. minus. Which is, you know, on your scale. I mean, it, it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, hey, what's the difference between an A and an A minus? You right? know, I mean, it's like a, nothing. A, here, you know, you know what? Every from now on, starting this old Jock Ale, I mean, these are all exceptional beers. I mean, they're just delicious, and you know, we just had our hands full of good beer tonight, and we certainly did. I, I'm really impressed. Um, but the old Jock Ale, and the reason why I thought the um, sweet aromatics and sweet flavor were just a little bit overpowering um, from the malt characteristics, which is what I would expect in a in a Scottish ale. And, and um, as you've known from previous podcasts, I kind of like that affront, let's just say, to the taste buds. Yeah. 
Uh, next on my was the uh, Black Douglas Ale, uh, which I, I gave it an A. So I guess if it, in my let me convert these to my um, regular scorings that I do on simplybeer.com. So I would give the Old Jock uh, probably a 9.1. Uh, the uh, Black Douglas and an A, I'd give it probably um, a 9.3. It was a delicious beer. I thought it was well balanced, had good flavors, good color. Really surprised it was only 5% alcohol. It was just yeah. um, a, a delicious mm -hmm. beer. Uh, next, I will go with the uh, McFucci's. Uh, same two, 9.3. Um, thought it was a little bit better than the Black Douglas, uh, but still uh, within that realm of A, A minus, you know, delicious. Definitely buy it again. And actually did buy it again for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, um, the uh, Chakare House really? Ale. I really like the balance. We're pretty far apart on that one, aren't we? I think so. Um, yeah, that one, that I think I would give probably 9.4. Really? On, on my oh. scale. I, I thought it was a delicious beer, well-balanced. Um, nothing, there was no flavor that dominated another flavor, but there are tons of different flavors you could taste and smell in the beer. And, and for me, that was what I appreciated about the beer. Okay. Um, like you know, like we tell you every week, you know, we're gonna disagree. We're gonna dif have differences, and we've there, agreed there, for the most part this evening. Though I must there's, say, there's no I mean, wrong, we've been pretty close. There's no wrong way to taste beer. It's what appeals to your taste buds. Um, and finally, my best beer of the night, same as Mark, Skull Splitter. All right. This one here, I would give a nine point six. Um, I've only think I've only rated. I don't think I've ever rated a beer on my website at nine point six. Uh, this beer was spectacular. Hands down, the winner. Both Mark and I agreed, hands down, this was the best beer of the bunch. Um, in fact, I'm going to finish this glass, this bottle of it. Well, we, have, we have another one, though. I'm talking to the mic, which doesn't, it's not on the table anymore. I forgot we have it clipped on. Uh, yeah, there's another bottle here, which uh, we're going to open up in a minute. Oh, yeah. That was a delicious beer. Oh, we got lots of beer to finish. Um, but wow, I mean, the the complexity, the balance, the taste. I mean, this is a Scottish wee heavy. I mean, one yeah, of the best right. beers I, you know, I've had. What's interesting is well, I was very surprised when you told me that th this was a relatively modern beer. And obviously suited the, for the, the 21st brewery. century taste. The brewery. The brewery itself is, a modern, is, is modern, but the beer... Well, the recipes has been around in in home brewing hands. Well, that's what I was alluding. That's what yeah. I was alluding to before. Right. Obviously, you know. Well, I think that about does it for another uh, beer brawl. By far and away, the Skull Splitter, I think, was the winner this week. You agree? Absolutely, absolutely. I'd like to thank Mark Jackson for his hard work and uh, another week of sacrifice for uh, Scottish ales. Uh, also, I add uh, content several times a week on simplybeer.com, so read, leave your comments. You can also subscribe to the Simply Beer podcast on iTunes. Follow Simply Beer on Twitter. The username is Simply Beer. Or join our Facebook page, which once again is Simply Beer. Become a fan. Become a fan. This is Peter Kennedy, brewer creator of simplybeer.com, saying goodnight, and may our pint always be full.
I'll be back tomorrow night and drink some more. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh no, you the one drunk. Look at your eyes, man. <laughs>